Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. So you need that warm-up music again, or are you you're good? Nope. It's in my head. Yeah, it's it's snappy. Once it gets in your head, it kind of stays there. Yeah. So let's uh, let's hit on something that we're surely going to be talking a heck of a lot about in the upcoming weeks and months, right? For as crazy as 2020 has felt. By the way, there's an election coming up, right? So I didn't I didn't hear that. Uh, no. Yeah, you don't. You're not. You don't see it on the news, you know, no, your friends don't. aren't posting anything on Facebook. Well, truth, truth is we are within 90 days of an election here, Adam. And uh, if you haven't heard it from your friends and family, we're <laughs> sure to get questions from our clients and rightly so, right? Do elections matter? Or I think as we would like to kind of frame it in conversations, do elections matter to financial planning? Do elections matter to investments, right? Because we should certainly put the disclaimer out there. Elections, of course, matter, right? People have political opinions, or at the very least, right, they, their values are aligned with some things or some issues that are very important, right? Everybody go vote. But yeah. let's, let's put that disclaimer aside, thoughts, feelings. Should those thoughts and feelings be affecting the way they think long-term about their financial plans and, and their investments? So what say you? Yeah. So, I mean, my, my initial thought, and I think maybe we touched on it on, on one of our earlier podcasts on do we, do people overcomplicate financial planning investments? And this is, this is exactly kind of one of those tripping points that is so easy to get caught up in. And it's, as you stated, right, everyone should go and vote, but it's such a polarizing topic and, and we're, it feels like a very polarizing time right now. So it, it sure. seems like this this big event is happening. I should be I should be doing something to factor that into to my life. And yeah, when it comes, go ahead. No, no please finish. So I, was, so I was gonna say when it when it comes to your investments, oftentimes that's that's usually the the wrong thing to do, right? It's you you set your plan in calmer times. We're we're asset allocators. We we believe in diversification. Again, you, you set your plan in advance, time-tested data and historical um, averages over time. If you, you stick to that plan without yeah, yeah. major, major disruptions, you'll be okay. Um, and this just feels like one of those times where you're, you're trying to time the market and, and more often than not, uh, you can very easily get that wrong. Yeah, so I really like that because I, I think the gut reaction that we have as financial planners is to answer, no, no, this, this shouldn't matter to the investments long term. And I think our philosophies will tell us that. But I guess that's where I go. I think the misconception is the degree to which it matters, right? And that's, that's where I really like looking at the historics of that, you know, if it's helping frame this conversation for clients pretty much three months out. You know, LPL puts out a lot of research and, I, you know, I've got some notes in front of me. If it's a Republican controlled Congress, you know, the market historically is up 13.4%. Democratic controlled, 107 When it's split, 172 What's the moral of the story? 
Like his, history tells us the market will go up. We know it will go down, right? Those are averages. Mm-hmm. But to kind of, uh, to your point, make these huge bets based on who's sitting in the Oval Office or based on the makeup of, of Congress, it's just over time, not, not the way that you should probably be approaching things, even if your internal feelings and beliefs, and again, clearly your, your ideals and the issues that you care most about, that's, that's, that shouldn't be the driving force to decisions. Yeah, there's, there's certainly impacts or policy changes that, that could occur that, that could move the market to some degree. And I guess there's, there's yeah. various ways of looking at that, right? It's, it's impossible to know, um, you know, what, a, what an election contributes to the market movements, right? There's, there's so many variables that, that the quote unquote, you know, the market is factoring in on a daily, hourly, minute by minute basis, that it's impossible to attribute, well, this, this return or this loss was attributed to this event. Yeah, I, I think that's really well said too. And, and when you talk about policy, I think that's where we get charged up in these election cycles, because what are we gonna hear over the next three months? It's going to be policy stances, stump speeches. I mean, again, I know there, there shouldn't be huge crowds at certain places based on <laughs> the world that we're in, but they're all mm-hmm. gonna have, all, 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 both candidates, both vice presidential candidates too, they're gonna have opportunities to say, here's what we believe and here's what we want policy to be. That does not equate to policy coming to fruition either. Right. I mean, we, we have to kind of recognize that. So does it matter? Yes. M- might it matter to certain sectors of the market? Sure, sure. of course, right? There's, when there's conversations about healthcare, regulation on big tech companies or on financial mm-hmm. companies, right? These are things to pay attention to. But to your point, let's go back to the main point, to make some wholesale changes or say, I'm going to liquidate my investments or you know, do something vastly different than what your financial plan says you should do, it's, it's just not a good idea. So again, the degree to what it matters, I think that's the misconception. It's, it's probably less than you think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. You know, we, we certainly, for, for our clients, you know, in making investment decisions, there will be small tweaks that we make based off of certain variables or certain events, but it's, yeah. it's not the wholesale change that says, you know, there might be a change in, in uh, you know, our, our president come November, so we should sell everything and go to cash or, or put everything in this one, one area. It's just <laughs> the, the, the odds of getting that wrong are just immensely, or I should say it immensely outweighs the odds of, of getting it right and, and what you stand to gain from that. It's, it's putting all your eggs in one basket and just from an investment standpoint, everybody knows that that's usually not a prudent thing to do. Well, and I, I'd also, I mean, I'm kind of going to take some of your words when we were talking about this offline. Like, what we also should recognize from tw- the year 2020, what has it proven to us? It's that companies can adjust pretty darn quickly to a new environment, right? I think we'll, we'll see volatility in the market around things that just now feel uncertain, right? We've seen that in other ways. What the, what's the Fed going to do? You know, it's trade mm-hmm. tensions with China, right? Some of these are yeah. political motivated things. It will move the market, right? But when it comes to big corporations and the potential for new tax codes, the potential yeah. for new regulations, right? As, when they have the ability to adapt, sometimes that short-term volatility is just short-term volatility. And had you done nothing, to your point, it's not 
making a call because of that information, not knowing when the market's going to fully digest it and, you know, make its pivot. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think looking at how corporations can quickly react to things these days, volatility has kind of felt these last couple of times where we've had a lot of it, it's kind of felt way shorter lived than it historically has. Yeah. And, and to, to, build on your point on on companies and, and adapting i mean ultimately that's that's what the market is portraying right the the stock market is not the economy so yeah. the the fact that there is a an a possible event that could change the world or at least our world right here here in the us it's it's still a a single event companies will adapt innovation will continue to happen, right? Apple's still going to release the iPhone 12 and Google's right. going to release a new phone. And these advancements will still happen. It's, it's the fact that the rules of the game may be changing a little bit. And even if they change a lot, that companies will continue to adapt and, and those that don't won't, as we've seen kind of COVID has really accelerated a lot of trends in the consumer world for sure. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the market. You, you go back a hundred years and cars were not a big thing. Horse <laughs> and buggy was happening. Yeah. People came out with a car and, and GM or Ford was, was a stock, you know, it was the next best thing, but you didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Right. That's well said. That's really well said. And it's, again, the, the economy and the markets, you know, it is something to pay attention to because I, I I'm pretty sure that I also saw that it's been pretty consistent that when there's a recession, like a year, or maybe even two years before one of these elections, it's usually not good for the incumbent party. Um, you know, in the same way that LPL's put out there, and I just find it incredibly fascinating that over the last 23 presidential elections, if the stock market was up the three months before, up until election day, the incumbent mm -hmm. party won. That's 87% of the time it's gotten it right. And I know 100% of the time since 1984. So. Clearly, the economy and the stock market, right, these are things that are going to be fresh in voters' minds. Yeah, that's something to pay attention to, too. But again, it didn't matter what party was the incumbent party, right? And that's right. kind of the takeaway here. This isn't parties dictating how the stock market goes or, to a certain extent, you know, should be dictating our decisions. It's still just going back to the idea that if you are truly fully diversified, right, if you follow our philosophies of being long-term investors, these are things to pay attention to. It's important for us to care about it. Um, probably not things to be making huge bets on. Yeah, so that's kind of what popped into my head there when you were saying that is if you're properly diversified, if you have your, your kind of plan already set, then yeah, probably not, not something to, to make a, a knee-jerk reaction to. Right. But, but if you're not in that camp and you're not you know, in, in the right allocation now, it, it may make sense to, to get that in, in, uh, in better shape before um, you know, moving forward. That's a good plug. Well done. Yeah, let Way us, let us help. In there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else to note on this one? No. Great job. We'll, we'll see how the next uh, three months go from a market return standpoint and see if uh, the market can predict another winner. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about this again anytime soon. No, I, I don't see politics or, you know, <laughs> on face, Facebook or Twitter. I don't see any of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Delete it. Delete the app. All right. Okay. Thanks, bud. See you around. See you next time. Hey, everyone. Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. 
to determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.